Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about a variety of topics. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. Let's talk about parks. You know, like that good green area where a lot of fun activities are possible. Yeah, and even, I mean, we could just get into it right now. I feel like parks are kind of an escape, not always completely, but from reality or technology and stuff like that. It's kind of its own space in a way. Yeah, even though obviously technology kind of finds its way to everything, I do agree. It's kind of an escape. It's almost this conserved area, this secluded area to like just have a change of pace from wherever you're at. Even though maybe that only like is a thing if you live in the city city. Like what if you live in the middle of nowhere and you go to a park and it's just another piece in the middle of nowhere, but... But for the general population, I guess, it is like an escape, almost like this observatory of nature, like in the middle of, I don't know, a bunch of cities and towns and states, really. I mean, even in those places, it can still be a place where you can go and, you know, play sports or barbecue or different things like that, which you might not be able to do directly around you, or it's like a central meeting place or whatever. But yeah, definitely more valuable in cities, though, and more of a special thing yeah low-key i mean growing up in new york it could be phony for example (laughs) there's some parks that there's not even any grass around you know Mm -hmm. what i mean all concrete yeah not much nature uh we talking uh concrete and that's cool you know you need basketball courts you need handball courts playgrounds playgrounds but then you have yeah especially in the playground areas you get that little weird rubber mat (laughs) that's like bouncy I don't yeah. even know what that material is, which is cool, but that's about it. Maybe you get sand in some or like dirt. You don't see that often either, but also not the biggest of spaces. You get some parks with a, what is that, like a jungle jam? Yeah, I feel like parks for me were kind of a combo of those. I think there were some around that had grass and stuff and had some of that area and then some that were straight concrete for like you said basketball courts and playgrounds and stuff like that there also would be other ones nearby like we grew up near van Cortlandt park which is the third biggest park in the city even bigger than central park actually which that's another one too central park which is obviously huge and one of the most popular not just in new york but in the world the biggest in the city pelham bay park that's also in the bronx and so there was always kind of different ones around but for me i guess i just thought of it as a place to go play be with your friends do whatever wait hold up i think we might have gone too fast (laughs) because i might be today years old when i found out that van Cortlandt's actually bigger than central park yes sir and it kind of makes sense because van Cortlandt even has like a golf course right and everything yeah yeah see i wish i was in love with the game of golf back in the day (laughs) i would have been playing there but that's pretty cool um shout out to the bronx i mean (laughs) repping it big this episode but Mm. i was a big fan of van Cortlandt. believe it or not even though i was going there a lot i didn't know this about it but we would go to like a very specific area the baseball fields that's where we used to go Used to literally like either meet after school on weekends with friends and just like bike over or go over and that's where we would go play catch do whatever there was also the van Cortlandt pools Mm. I don't know if everyone knows, whoever's listening, but like a lot of New York City parks have like public pools where you just, I don't think you pay. You just kind of make a line and 
only a certain amount of people could go at a time, so you gotta wait for people to get out. But I never really went. I think I went once, and it's just gross, bro. Yeah, no, you don't want to do that. Not it. But fun, fun for the people that like it. They also had like a cool little track area right by the basketball. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. I remember going once or twice there. I had like a, a small jogging face that lasted about two weeks, <laughs> but it was there for when I needed it. But yeah, Van Cortland's pretty cool. That was probably like my most visited park i guess while i was there in new york but my favorite park in new york is probably easily central park yeah van Cortland is like sneaky big because it's kind of broken up into these sections and there's like woods and stuff too and kind of veers into different areas but part of what you're talking about that's definitely what i think of as kind of the main area and even i remember in high school we did some barbecue stuff near the track and field over there or even soccer games right inside the track where that field is and all that kind of stuff i went there sometimes i would usually go to the ones a little bit closer but central park was definitely like a you go into the city make a day of it i remember some of the first times you and i were meeting up to take photos and stuff we would hit up central park and there's just so many dope spots and angles to take shots at and we even had like a ludique meetup there at one point too it's definitely like one of the more interesting ones for sure it can be a bit touristy but you have other ones like riverside park which are more local and stuff yeah new york i think does pretty well on parks for the most part even like you said when they are kind of a loose definition <laughs> of a park with just concrete but I mean, it's still a place for people to go play and stuff. And they're all around the city. You'll get like little parks where I told you it's like a few swings and yeah. just a few benches to watch your kids or whatever, um, which is fine. But Central Park, going back to it, has to be the best. Smack in the middle of the city, smack in Manhattan. You got views, which is fucking amazing. You got open fields if you want to chill. You got all sorts of courts, baseball fields, anything you want to do is there. You got tracks. If you want to run, you got freaking horses riding around. You can bike. There's literally anything. There's boat rides you could take. You got art. You got history. Like, it's a park that has everything, which most parks don't usually have. I feel like it's one of those where, like, there's a reason why it's touristy and so popular. You mentioned we would, like, meet up and, like, walk around there and stuff. And every time we'd go, we'd see, like, something different. Or at least I would. I feel like I'd see, like, another corner of the park that I never really saw. Or sometimes we just go, like, in different seasons and the park just looks completely mm -hmm. different, which is really cool. So, yeah, it's Central Park easy. Major pro for me. Loved it. I actually went to school around there, John Jay. I used to walk, like, if I had, like, a big gap between classes or something, I'd just go there or just go buy halal food and eat it over there. It's pretty mm -hmm. fire. But, yeah, easily my most favorite park in New York. Yeah, and those things you were mentioning that Central Park has is kind of like a summary almost of, like, the different things you can do at parks from just enjoying the nature, being outside, chilling, hanging out to doing activities, like we had said, whether it's sports or other stuff or the barbecue picnics, etc. When you have the smaller parks, obviously it changes what's available and whatnot, but parks in general have a lot of options on how you can spend your time there. I am also like a big fan of the Riverside parks. 
I know you mentioned one, which is Riverside. It's the bigger park. Uh, yeah, along the Upper West Side, basically. Way more chill. Easier to relax there, I guess. Except maybe when there's uh, 14 Dominican families playing them bow on a summer <laughs> day. Maybe not so chill, but still fun. But even if you go south, you know, we got Battery Park, which is arguably second or third favorite for me. Uh, we used to meet there with friends a period. Uh, they have, like, nice basketball courts near the water. We used to meet with, like, Joao, Aaron, Joan, you, obviously. Dondre came out a few times. A few more friends. I think Pedro, everything. Go play ball. You got same thing, like, by the water. Nice buildings. Really close to, like, the Freedom Towers, that whole area. You're kind of, like, secluded from that, but it's nice to walk around. Like, yeah, there's, there's plenty of options in the city. So, yeah, we can't be mad, honestly. How do you feel, though, about L.A. parks in comparison? Or even just across California that you've seen in general? In terms of, like, local parks, not, like, the national parks and stuff, which we can get to. Because I guess for me, they felt more low-key. Like, they were around kind of in smaller parts, more so to serve a function like for baseball fields or, you know, a little place to chill or stuff like that. But it felt different from New York, kind of like what we were saying where in NYC, it's more of an escape from all the buildings and concrete and skyscrapers, even when sometimes, again, the parks are still that themselves, but still kind of an escape. Whereas in LA, it felt less of an escape and more of just like a part of wherever you were and not as big a difference i guess i agree they're not as good new york parks easily superior and i think it's because of that there's like a big difference between you know walking on the street and then going into a park even if it's those small ones i mentioned like you know this this little piece has like a a purpose here in la almost in the same way they have a purpose but it's, it's not it's almost not necessarily just to like relax or do this. I feel like they all was either that, yeah, like it has a baseball field so people come here to play or it's a soccer field or people come here specifically to walk or hike or bike. And that's how it's used. And I think that does have to do with like, yo, everyone here, not everyone, but a good amount of people have backyards and there's pools. And then there's like a lot of other things to do when it comes to outdoor stuff like hikes and beaches and all that stuff. So parks aren't used as much also like here every school has like a field and Mm -hmm. this and that where like and like grassy areas built into the schools themselves because you're walking outside (laughs) so it's one of those like if anyone needs to practice or catch or do anything they're gonna go to those fields those fields that are already made for them so like the park made areas or or fields for the public they're not used as much because the kids or anyone that would use them is already like doing it at school or wherever they're at there's not as much of a purpose for them here and then there's the destination ones like the echo one echo park is it yeah i would say echo park is the one that stands out the most as its own unique thing to me and otherwise you don't really think of parks in la like you do a central park or battery park or stuff like that right i only went once maybe twice and it's a little touristy also little touristy you do see a little bit of like the la homeless problem there mm-hmm. at least when i went there's like a bunch of tents and stuff on the side they have like the the lake or the pond whatever you want to call it yeah. with like the swans and stuff which is kind of cool looking cool little date spot or some shit but never did it looks cool i've seen pictures and stuff so i can't hate 
but the lines look insane i remember when i was there i was like damn people legit waiting on that shit i think it was like a one and a half hour wait or some shit to get on them that's one of the ones that i guess you can compare to something like central park not that it's even (laughs) probably like a tenth of the size maybe even smaller than that but with like that purpose and that like uh, people go there to see that park you know but yeah i don't know even that one i'd probably con like i don't know that i'd go back to it there is this one park that i found dope can't remember where it is or what it's called it does have a name it's like a big square patch of grass almost like a new york city block and it's like on a hill but on the hill you can see the city but yeah other than that i don't know yeah parks here not as much of a purpose easily con parks in new york over la just because of that they just have uh they just mean more to the city over there like here they're kind of like there because they have to be over there you kind of need them to like again break apart the city and not just be solid concrete everywhere and getting out of specific examples i mean just in general in terms of types of parks what else do you think comes to mind for you because we got national parks like yosemite and yellowstone grand canyon stuff like that we got dog parks which obviously serve a very specific purpose we got water parks which we did a whole episode on before we got like sports parks like a ballpark for baseball or skate park, stuff like that. What else comes to mind for you or are those some of the like main ones? Yeah, obviously I think of the parks we've been talking about first, but the next thing that pops in my head is literally like a water parks and amusement parks. Mm-hmm. Maybe national parks third. Maybe because I don't have much experience with national parks themselves. Yeah, me either. Always wanted to hit Yosemite. I've always wanted to see the Grand Canyon, which I'm pretty sure I will within the next year or two. But yeah, to me, the next thing is probably amusement and water parks. Those I grew up going to, uh, say a decent amount. I wouldn't say a lot, but once the summer hit in the Northeast, like kind of talked about it in the water parks episode, like we'd go and we'd even go one i think it's called like water country a lot and uh forget what it is like new hampshire maybe so we used to go to like boston with my family and go to the water park spend a whole day there make it a thing and some of the other ones around the new york area amusement parks i like the thought of them i never really went much i don't care much for roller coasters i do like kind of like that fair aspect to it you know like the fair foods the fried foods the the sweets and all that summer vibes roller coasters i don't care for them much i think that's why i lean more to water parks here like would you call disneyland like an amusement park or is that more like a theme park theme park yeah which is another kind of park easy for me to con though <laughs> like i have this uh love-hate relationship with theme parks especially especially disney our first year first year ish and a half i had a disney pass when we moved out here kind of hated it it's just always so packed like people here don't Mm -hmm. have shit to do like why (laughs) is everyone here why is this the fun thing to do you're basically saying like they should go to regular parks more instead of theme parks yeah like bro you're paying so much money like i never renewed it i got it for that first year never renewed it again if you have a family, if you have the money, if you have the kids and you want to make this a thing where you go, I don't know, once a month or something, that's cool. Go for a few hours. But bro, everyone, like even that I worked with had a pass, everything. And I'd be like, yeah, like 
I'm going now because I'm trying to get my money's worth because I have this for the year. But trust me, like after this, I don't see myself coming back. I hate doing lines. I, I don't see the fun in it. I guess it's cool if you go with all the homies or something and you have a good time. But even that is like we could do this anywhere else. So, yeah, it's going to be a easy one for me to con. I have done Universal, which they have one here. They also have them in Florida. It's kind of the same thing. That one's not as bad because it is smaller. I guess not as many people go to it, but it's still almost the same thing. Super packed. Gonna be waiting in lines. The only reason I don't find it as bad is because it's literally like a third of the price of Disneyland. So it's like you get to do almost the same things for a lot cheaper price. And you get to see cool views. It's in a slightly better area. It's near the Hollywood area. They do have a cool ride that I really like. It's probably my favorite thing to do there. It's like the the tour bus or whatever it's called. Where like they actually drive you through the universal lots and you see the movie sets and all that. That shit's pretty dope, especially because I'm into movies or we're like into movies and all that history. Other than that, also I'll probably go with a light con. Like I don't, I don't care for them much. I guess out of these specific parks theme parks amusement parks the only one i kind of would give a pro to is water parks yeah if i were to rank them i'd probably go water parks has the biggest pro amusement parks has like roller coasters for sure not my favorite thing either just kind of whatever the rest of it is fine i remember going to even a smaller one like ride playland for example which isn't like a six flags or anything but was still fun even though I wasn't crazy about that kind of stuff and just the whole vibe there like you said even similar to like a carnival or something or a fair could definitely get down with that otherwise but it's not as good as like a water park where those rides are more fun to me and you're kind of sliding around and the water's part of the experience and everything I always just enjoyed those more not that I went a ton but I did go sometimes and places like Dornier or Six Flags or any of those were kind of like, yeah, this is fine, but I'm not going to do the main stuff that people are crazy about, so it doesn't mean as much to me. And then theme parks, I just was never really into. I was never that kid who was like, oh, yeah, I want to go to Disney World or Disneyland. Just didn't appeal to me for whatever reason. So that's kind of how I would look at them. But like I get the appeal for different people, too. They serve their purposes if I was a crazy Disney fan, then it might be different. And I could see how having like a physical manifestation of all that could be dope. But like you said, even just how crowded they are and the hype, that would make it a con for me as well. So <laughs> I think there's different factors that you have to consider. No, yeah, that's true. So are we considering baseball parks or ballparks? here in this episode yeah. as yeah. parks yeah we were saying that with the sports parks that's where we get to the good stuff yeah i mean we could even do a whole episode on stadiums or something but i guess in this case just the general idea of a ballpark which is kind of what baseball parks are referred to as like you'll never hear a basketball arena or stadium referred to as a ballpark or a football one so i feel like it's pretty exclusive mostly to baseball I feel like between both of us, we've gone to a fair amount, but that's probably my favorite park. It involves, obviously, sports, which is probably one of my favorite things to do and enjoy. 
whether playing myself or watching. Yeah, I think just the idea of having this central place where people can kind of come together and watch and obviously you're used to seeing it on TV, but even if you get like halfway decent seats and you're seeing the players up close in that way, it makes it feel kind of special and even just the experience of watching baseball in person compared to on TV is a totally different experience. Some people prefer it one way, some the other, but ballparks in general, I think, would be a pro. And also within baseball specifically, each one is so unique and has different dimensions and stuff like that, which, again, we can kind of save for that separate stadiums episode, but I pro kind of how unique each one is. I mean, that's part of it. It's really cool to see. And like, it's almost, at least for me, like I dream of them in a way where like, fuck, like I want to go there or like kind of go on a bucket list of like one mm-hmm. day to visit. That's how I felt one day before I went to like the Angel Stadium with like the rocks and the waterfalls and like the fireworks, like every time a home run is hit and all that stuff, like they all have like this little thing that you really like and want to experience yourself. Every stadium, every park, every field just has its own little unique either like the feel or ambiance or just the vibe around or just in terms of how it looks and you can even call them like the, the gimmicks of the stadium type thing or the park itself you know but yeah it's easy to pro they're all really interesting and again yeah probably want to visit all of them not even just baseball including like football and any other field there is top of that there's like really dope like college and minor league ones uh, mm-hmm. sometimes i send you photos and shit like yeah yeah they look like they're in the middle of national parks with like right, crazy right. forests or some have like crazy mountains in the back and like snow it's pretty dope to see and speaking of too just going back to national parks for a sec besides obviously just preserving certain land and nature and stuff just the idea of having these kind of concentrated places where it's just like some of the most beautiful land you'll see around and in the case of like the Grand Canyon like something so unique to I just like that idea of how it's preserved and I guess the con can come in even in terms of the hype around those like I know even lately in the pandemic when things were you know more restricted and stuff they became way more popular and harder to get into or find times or whatever because everyone's trying to do that so i don't know everything has its kind of give and take but yeah definitely still want to make it to multiple of those for sure almost like baseball parks like you check them off as you go yeah i can agree with that for me mostly like the west coast ones i want to hit for sure Mm -hmm. but yeah they all have their little things or just like yeah like the photos you've seen before or just ig like whether recreating them or just seeing them yourself just want to experience that for sure Even Apple has made kind of a thing of those in some ways, too, of, you know, naming OS Yosemite and stuff like that, where they turn it into this whole other thing. When, like, Donald Glover threw a concert in Joshua Tree and things in those kind of different ways, or Yellowstone. Is that the name of the TV show that's, Mm -hmm. like, popular now? So, yeah, it's, like, a whole bunch of different stuff. And obviously the Grand Canyon has, like, so much history and recognition attached to it low-key until you mentioned it i forgot i have gone to joshua tree oh right yeah yeah i remember that <laughs> yeah look even you forgot <laughs> i forgot too 
Joshua Tree is pretty dope. The experience is insane. It's kind of like in the middle of nowhere in Southern California. Pretty close to where they do Coachella and all that. It's all within a couple miles. Palm Springs, I think, is close to there too. But Joshua Tree is more like deserty, and they have a bunch of those trees that are like iconic. I think those are the Joshua Trees. It's really cool to see because like flat desert. They have a park. Just really cool to hike. I went on a few when I was there. I have never been in a place where you literally hear nothing. You know, like that <laughs> thing where like it bothers your ears because right too quiet. Yeah, like there's absolutely like nothing. Not no white noise, no wind. It was fucking strange. Like it was almost bothering me. But if you can like look past that and like kind of take it in, it's special and like really calming and soothing and at night you can only imagine you see every star you see everything it's, it's pretty beautiful it's cool to see and i know you get that in a lot of the national parks because they tend to be away from cities and you know you don't have that light pollution yeah maybe that's what i'm looking for you don't have any of that so you it's just clear it's, it's natural it's pure air like everything is kind of like how it's meant to be which is cool so yeah it's a easy pro at least from that little experience also, you were mentioning the West Coast, one specifically for national parks, which wouldn't be as affected by what I'm about to say, but with parks in general, especially in the Northeast, the ones we were talking about there, you brought up earlier too, the idea of the seasons and how that changes the look of the park as it goes. They're definitely one kind of a way to keep track of, you know, when the fall is happening and the leaves are changing colors and stuff, and you see that in Central Park. And as the leaves fall off, and even in the spring, like, I was in Central Park, like, the week or two before we're recording this, and I had been, I don't know, a little bit before that, and it was still kind of coming together, but then seeing it with just green everywhere, and even some still with just the cherry blossoms in full bloom and stuff, for me, it's just so satisfying because I love the warm weather where when I see that and I'm around it, it's like, oh yeah, finally, we're kind of getting into this mode and spring, the real spring is here and coming and summer's about to be here. It's like your body's getting ready and kind of being immersed in that environment gives life to that in a way. Hell yeah. I mean, I can relate to that. I remember that feeling myself. Anytime you saw those little buds on the trees or yeah. just the small little leaves coming out, that small greenery, you're like, ah, yes, the good days are coming. <laughs> That's truly something special and easy to pro. That's one of the better things. And then, yeah, overall, obviously, parks can take a lot of different forms like we talked about, and we're not even hitting every single one. There's even like elevated parks like the Highline and stuff like that. So there'll be ones we didn't cover. But in general, even across the multiple types, I feel like parks have got to be a pro. And there can be some cons, especially if it's a really shitty park and stuff but just the idea of how many activities there are possibilities for and how it's kind of an escape from other stuff and you're usually either enjoying time yourself or with other people or whatever there's just a lot of options on what it could turn into so i'd say the pro for sure outweighs it it's hard to go con on parks overall it's just a good break it's needed no matter where you're at it's almost like this surreal place compared to its surroundings and yeah, it's something that I 
kind of wish I enjoyed more. I guess I get my fix on parks when I go golfing. I know it's mm. technically not a park, but similarities. Same vibe. Yeah, same vibe. So I guess that's why <laughs> I don't miss them as much. However, if I wasn't golfing, you best believe I'd be going on more walks, going on more hikes, going. I don't have a bike, but I'd always think about buying one just so I could go on rides and whatnot. Easy for me to pro parks overall. That wraps it up for this episode of Pros and Cons. I'm Jack. You can find me at Jack Bloom Summer, Summer with an O on everything. And I'm Kev. You can find me at Same Old Kev pretty much everywhere. Shout out to Parks and Rec as well. Let's recreate some parks. <laughs> Peace.